Maple Namu. Hello and welcome back, or for the first time to the Maple Namu podcast. My name is Chris, and for the first time in Maple Namu podcast history, I think we're going to try and do a two-part episode. Uh, this is a really sort of personal topic, a really big one. And if it's in one, it's going to be like 20 minutes long. So I think we split it into two and see. I'm going to talk about the use of Korean in the English language classroom. Uh, this is something that's quite controversial to a lot of people. Um, there's this idea that when you're teaching a language, you should have full immersion and it can work. But you'll find that a lot of the times it doesn't. Um, I remember I first came to Korea and I thought, like, I'm going to be an amazing teacher. I'm going to teach these kids English so hard. We're going to have a totally English classroom and they're going to be amazing. And I was horrified to learn that the teacher there before me spoke Korean with the students. And I just thought, oh, no, how could he do that? You shouldn't use Korean in the classroom. It's an English classroom. You should only use English. And students, they'll, they'll absorb everything. And this is as a teacher that had quite a bit of training. Um, so it's a bit surprising that I felt this way. And I was so upset that the other teacher had used Korean. But that has changed over the years. Uh, I have mentioned in other podcasts that I do use Korean in the classroom, and I actually encourage other people to as well. Um, this isn't because I can. Like, I don't just use it because I can use it. Or that the kids can't use English, because a lot of my classes they can, and they can struggle through. Uh, I use it as a tool, as an approach. Um, teaching English in English, T-E-E, -E, is something that's thrown around a lot in Korea, and the government has spent a lot of money doing it. But it's largely impractical for a lot of students. It is, it's not impossible, but I've had discussions with some of my coworkers, and you need the right context. Like, the, the place I'm working at now... We have an all-day program that's done in English, almost exclusively. Uh, they're actually adding some extra classes, maybe, to do a Korean language class. Um, and then there's an all-day kindergarten that is almost exclusively in English. And it works. There are some Korean teachers around if the kids get into trouble, but the expectation is that you speak in English. Uh, I've also taught in different hagwons, different, well, cram schools or academies. And the, the context is not such that English is expected. It's read the book, learn what's in the book, and then as soon as you leave the classroom, you're, you're speaking Korean again. And that's also expected. But to think that with 30, 40 minutes a week of English class that a student will be able to do everything in English is kind of dreaming. You're dreaming. A kid's going to look at you, have no idea what's going on, and you'll find that there are a lot of behavioral problems. Um, 
But it can work if you have the context. It's just that the context is not there in a lot of places. Um, This was actually the topic of my master's degree thesis or my dissertation. Uh, I can't remember the exact title because I didn't particularly enjoy it. But it was something like, is it appropriate to use the first language of students in the second language classroom? And there is surprisingly little research about it. It's just this kind of idea that's there in the teaching philosophy and mentality that, of course, it should be immersion. Um, But I've talked to quite a few people that have tried learning a language, and they're like, well, when you're beginning, you need someone. You need support. You can't just be thrown in right away. Um, Kids are better at it than adults sometimes, but not always. And after doing this this master's degree and spending a lot of money and doing hours and hours of research, the conclusion was basically, if you can find a way that it works for you, there is not a lot that's going to hurt the students. Um, it kind of depends on what your priority is as a teacher. If you want them just to be able to repeat what's in the book and mimic it, then sure, go for English only from the very beginning. But if you want to connect with your students and turn them into actual functional speakers, don't be afraid to use some, especially if you can and if it works for you. You can save a lot of time and you can bond and maybe that's worth more than having a perfect sentence. Uh, The one thing that people did kind of agree on in the the research is that it's good for young learners. Which, kindergarten, bunch of young learners. Elementary, they're still pretty young. Even some adults, of course. How can you go into an English classroom speaking only English without the basics? It's possible, but you need a really good teacher and you need really motivated students. Uh, imagine going into a classroom full of four-year-olds and they have no idea what you're saying. If you have ten of them sitting there and you're just being a clown in English, they'll enjoy it, but they will have no idea what's going on. Um, and you might even have some that shut down entirely. They just they look at you, they're like, I don't know what's going on, and then they ignore you and do their own thing, and then you have behavior issues and all these other things just because they have no idea what's going on. Um, and you can't blame them. How could you? If you were in a room with someone who's just dancing around and you don't know what's going on, you might enjoy it, but you're not going to remember anything. Uh one of the big reasons that I started learning Korean was so that I could answer the questions that students asked me. I started here in an elementary school, and I just, I hated not being able to answer when a student asked me a question. It could be as something as simple as like, what is this thing? And I could be like, oh, well, it's a bag, or like, gabang. And then they would get it and be on their own. But not being able to answer that was really annoying. And I started to really realize the value of knowing the first language of the students, at least a little bit, because 
I was able to connect with them in another way. And through that connection, they gained more confidence or more enjoyment of who I was so that we were able to kind of move past just the basics. Um, and weirdly, as, as, like, as weird as it is, students know that I speak Korean, but for whatever reason, a lot of them actually speak more English. And I'm not sure why. Like, I, I don't, I can't ask them, but I think it has something to do with comfort. By, by knowing that I speak a little bit of Korean, they're a bit more comfortable with me. And then they'll actually try and speak, thing, speak to me in English, um, which is kind of nice. It's really good. Uh, it's an incredibly useful tool for understanding or for checking understanding in students. Um, it, it's a tool. Learning and knowing the first language of your students or at least part of their culture is a tool. Why not? If you have access to another tool in your classroom and you can use it effectively, you should. Um, that's not to say that you should go so far as to have your whole class in Korean, uh, but there have been cases where teachers started. I knew one in particular when I was doing my master's. She was teaching Spanish. Uh, no, no, she was teaching English to Spanish speakers, and she knew a bit of Spanish herself. And she started her first day of class entirely in Spanish. And the teachers were a little bit like, or the students were a little bit like, what? This is an English class. Why is she speaking in Spanish? And then she told them, like, I learned Spanish like you're learning English. You can see what happens, and I feel like it's more important to connect with you. And you can see that I have successfully learned your language, so I kind of know what I'm doing. And with your language and mine, I can help you learn English. And week by week, they used more and more, and eventually the whole class was done in English. They started from beginner with nothing and used less and less Spanish and more and more English. And the students were able to transition and when she interviewed them after, she found that a lot of them really enjoyed the fact that they were able to connect with the teacher first. It created a bond of trust. It created a feeling in the classroom of like, yes, we have successful learners here. We can do it. It created an environment where they could successfully learn. And as a teacher, that sounds fantastic. Why not? So... I start most of my classes just speaking in Korean. The kids know that I can. It's been established. Um, it kind of stops a lot of discipline issues pretty quickly because they know that they can't just hide in Korean. They can't just say things in Korean and I won't understand. Um, some of the older students test the limits, but younger kids know that, oh no, he knows just about everything. I have, I have some five-year-old's really confused right now because she just can't quite comprehend that I'm from Canada but I speak Korean she's just trying to figure it out and it's really funny but uh, I'm gonna stop here for today because like I said if I keep going this is gonna be a really long one 
It's already too long. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed listening. If you did, let me know. If you didn't, you can also let me know. And hopefully before too long, I will have the second and the way it's looking, maybe even third episode out about this topic. Learning the first language of your students or using Korean in the English classroom. Anyway, have a great day.